0: Welcome to the United We Scan podcast, the podcast by rural carriers for rural carriers. Please like this podcast, share with your fellow rural carriers, and subscribe to be notified each time a new episode is uploaded. The views expressed in this podcast do not reflect the views or opinions of the United States Postal Service or the National Rural Letter Carriers Association. Now, Here are the hosts of the United We Scan podcast.
1: And welcome back. We are at episode 15. I wanna start off with thanking all the new listeners and subscribers, those both on Facebook and our podcast platforms. We definitely appreciate you. Um, I thank you, your input is always welcome. Uh, I think tonight we went ahead and decided early on that we are titling this episode the Aftermath after probably a good majority of people uh, received their 4241 A's yesterday. I know quite a few offices probably won't get them till tomorrow when management comes back in and it has definitely been a mixed amongst the social media I have seen. definitely more towards the negative than the positive. But on that note tonight, we've got Bill and Josh and James with us again. And Josh, how you doing? How did you fare out? Pretty...
2: I fared well. Um, I gained two standard hours, but I was already a 48. So I didn't gain any money. I just, I gained more time that they can cut for me when they finally do cuts. Um, in my office talking from the chatter, I heard two people went down three hours. The other ones I've talked to pretty much stayed the same. Um, another one went down one hour. So.
1: I hear you. Yeah, my office, um, I'm going to say it was kind of mixed. Uh, my ox route didn't really change. Um, uh, my standard hours had a minimal change. went from... to 15.58, so I'm still a 16 hour ox route. Um, Our 43k POV route, 93 miles, 478 boxes, did take a three hour cut down to a 40k. He's not happy, trust me. Um, Our 48k, as of what. 47K, so she was fine with that. I think she had said it had just recently gone back down to a 47K, so she stayed the same. Our two 42K routes both went to 45Ks, and our 40, we had two 42J routes. One went to a 45J, and the other a 44H. Now, that one was the padded route, so I knew that, that was going to go back down to an H. That's because it didn't have any business being a J. And outside of that, that's how my office fared. Bill, did you get any news?
3: Well, I, I don't know about news because, you know, even though it was my day off being the local steward, my phone blew up. <laughs> and I'm telling you, uh, we don't get paid enough being local. stewards. <laughs> I know. <laughs> on right? a normal day, <laughs> on a normal day, my phone doesn't go below a fifty percent charge. You know, for me using it for whatever reason—you know, phone or music or sports. Whatever. But I'll tell you what—it started at seven thirty in the morning and it didn't stop until eight ten last night uh that and in, in between that and watching a grandson overnight uh friday night and saturday by by time nine o'clock came up came I, I didn't even need a glass of crown royal to go to sleep because people were pissed that, and that's just being mild about it um the ones that lost were the ones that that you know made the comments oh i don't give a fuck about that or i don't give a and, and the other ones were, you know, didn't pay attention. And they said, see, this mini mail survey was, was bogus. And I said, it's not the mini mail survey. It's the two years before when I've been telling you to do everything on the scans, to pay attention, to enter the information. It's the year long preceding this is what your evaluation was. So if you didn't do what I've been telling you for two years, that's on you. Well, I didn't know, and and folks, if I had enough hair to pull out, I would, but (laughs) I don't wanna hear that. I don't wanna hear that. I have witnesses to say, Bill's been up there at every moment telling you what you need to do, and you didn't pay attention. It's your paycheck and you just screwed yourselves. End of mini ramp.
1: Yeah, it's. Um, I had to explain to the one carrier that went from a J to an H the difference. She's like, so I lose my DACA day because she was working six days a week. Anyways. I'm like, yes, you don't get to take a DACA anymore on that one day because now you have to work six days a week. I said, but you went from a 42 to a 44, so I had to get out the the pay table ensure yeah yeah <clears throat> and then of course my one pov route that dropped 3 hours and yeah i yeah and i i know where a lot of that came from i uh, it's just trying to get them the carriers to understand the difference in The standards, I mean, when you're going from two minutes a box on a non-L route to 1.2 minutes a box, that's an hour and a half cut on that route, right then and there.
4: Right off the bat. Right off
1: the bat. It was like 95 minutes, because I was, I said, how many boxes, I was doing the math with him tonight, as I was, as he was reading me his 4241M, and I'm going through the Rex comparison 4241M, and trying to explain to him what these are, and... And I said, and your drive speed. I said, yeah, that's where your loss was, was that, that, and it has him at 68% coverage. So unfortunately, it's not a heavy route. It never has been. It probably never will be. And unfortunately, it's at this point, unless there are some discrepancies that we can find when I have the stuff in hand, looking at it with my eyeballs then, you know, I don't know, we'll go from there. It's definitely been interesting. James, how did you make out?
0: Oh, it's going to be quite interesting for me tomorrow.
1: Oh, yeah, James is also a local (laughs) steward, so, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes, and I'm already not looking forward to going into work tomorrow on the heaviest day of the week, and having everybody complaining about them losing hours and this and that. The other thing, in my office, one route went up two hours, and that was our littlest ox route went up two hours. We knew it was going to go up no matter what kind of count we had just because of the mail volume it had ever since they formed it. But now it's finally official that it's gone up two hours. The other ox route went down uh, five hours, Whoa. Um, went from a 39 to a 34. And my route stayed the same. I'm still a 42K on mine. So, five day work week. Uh, in my office, of the remaining um, nine routes in my office, uh, I think it was. I recall one of them went to an H from a K uh, four of them went to a J from a K including ones that were almost 48 to K and just like you guys have been saying I had one guy tell me straight up to my face when I told him you gotta start doing these scans because it's your money he said they told me I had to do the six scans that's all I'm paid for so that's all I'm doing well, the, the uh, roosters come into ro- ro- the roosters come into home now. It's uh, unfortunately the thing. and the one that went to an H route is the one I feel the worst for. Back when this first started, I actually put on my own training. I borrowed the fire department's conference room, and put on a training there for anybody that wanted to attend. It was off the books, no management approval, no union approval, and I wanted our carriers to know about it. I had three regular carriers and one sub show up. Out of nine regular carriers and, at the time, seven subs. Mm -hmm. So I had 16 people that could have gotten this this training even before it went live. And only four of them showed up. Well, the one H route is one of the carriers that showed up to my training. She always asked questions. She always asked how she should input stuff. But her route is in a subdivision. They replaced the mailboxes in the subdivision, and 90% of her packages now fit in their mailboxes.
4: <laughs>
0: and that's one of the big things that cost her a lot of time because she no longer gets the distance from the mailbox to the park point. And from the park point walking straight line to the door. Those distances add up big time. You know, my route being a forty two K is number one a miracle that I did not get cut because I, I figured I would. I didn't expect to go up, I didn't expect to stay the same, I expected to go down like everybody else. But to be told I'm I'm staying the same and I'm not doing any extra scans that need to be need to pad my route or anything like that. I was completely honest with all my scans. And somehow, I was able to stay a 42. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know why everybody else is going down in my office when I know some of the routes should stay up with the volumes that they have and some of the routes should go down with the volumes they had. The one that's a J route, one of them that's a J route got cut from a 48 With a massive cut. He should probably be an H route now, but he only went down to a J. And I'm thinking that there is so much variability here with his route and the aux route that went down because that's where his boxes went to. That I'm thinking that because of this last year and the routes only being cut within the last three months, that there's residual volume still sitting on that route from the 52 weeks that hasn't been taken off and the same on the ox route, there's residual of the lower amount still on there. And that's why it got cut. Unfortunately, we don't have the numbers to back it up. We don't have the paperwork to back it up. And there's a lot of questions on these papers that I'm gonna have to answer on Monday that I'm gonna have to say, I can't answer them because I don't have the information and nobody can get it for me. And that's the worst feeling in the world is that I can't get the information. I'm fine with saying I don't know, but I can find out. But when I I have to say I don't know and I can't find out, that's what upsets me as a steward. I don't know about you guys. How do you feel about that?
4: Well,
3: oh, I, I, I always just blame the ADR.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: not her fault either. Well, I'll blame the DR then. I can't blame the fault. They they've done their job, haven't they? They've been completely nope. transparent. They they were fully trained, professional. Oh yeah, and efficient in oh, yeah. regards to you know giving us the information when we needed what we needed. And don't
0: forget, they also took the time to train us all on it too.
3: Yes, they even paid us to go to training. Remember?
0: Yes. Yeah, I
4: and, think
1: I seem to
0: remember that. I, I think I was I, drunk that day.
1: And, and I know I, I know in Michigan. Um, specifically, I mean, we had a couple different trainings, but even the national office put on a, a, a steward Zoom Q&A for us. So, yes.
3: yes, they did.
4: The problem so,
0: with that is with the union, the problem with the union on that is that they gave it to union members only. There wasn't anything for the non-union members, for the non dues paying members, that they could get that information. And the only way they can get that information is either through a third party or through management. And management's not going to give you the completely right answer on that. They're going to tell you whatever's best for management. Like well, not counting they, not counting
3: albums through the mini mail survey. Management can't get get right answers when they don't know the right answers. Yeah. So Exactly. And, and they're so
1: properly. I mean it goes Honestly, I think anybody to blame on anything when it comes to the training in general and not having the information lay solely on the postal, lay solely on postal headquarters.
4: Yes,
0: because they were told in arbitration that they were required to, to train the carriers on this, and they completely failed in that portion of the arbitration. The union has stated multiple times through all these trainings that we're not supposed to put this on, but nobody else is doing it.
1: Yeah, the union doesn't do the training. You have a new employee come in. It's not oh. the union training them. It's it's the post office. More than likely, that trainer yeah. is a union member, but it's the post office's the, ob- they're, obligation they're paid by the post office. to do the
3: training. The, the mandate yeah. was
2: management yes. to train the carriers. Yes. Right. Well I can tell you in at least in North Carolina, the ADRs all went to offices and conducted the recs training because they knew management was uh you know, on top of it, so
1: Oh, I'm the one that did it in my office. Of course, I started in a study office, so I was already somewhat familiar with everything. And It was just getting re-familiarized with the changes, the, the added scans and the scans they no longer did from when I had first started. Right. And so I kind of took over, not fully the training, but jointly with management in my office. And, you know, I made sure everybody had all the handouts. I'd print out one copy, management would print Copies for everybody, including the 99-page Rex Comprehensive Guide. She made sure every carrier in my office had a copy of that.
2: Good. Well, I say good on her. I don't think anyone on the desk in my office has any idea what the 99-page guide is.
1: I I printed off one. I, I printed off one copy. She took it. She took the copy that I printed off and brought in and ran copies for every carrier in the office. So there should have been one at every case. And then she had one for herself as well. That way she could see what was going on.
0: Yeah, see, I am in my office um, about halfway through when we got into having to do the mapping, when they first opened up the mapping, (laughs) i turned around and i said i'll be i'll be the facilitator as the union steward i'll be the facilitator Mm -hmm. you know somebody has to be a facilitator not just management i didn't trust management no offense to my management i have great management but i have to make sure the carriers get it right and so i offered to be the facilitator i learned everything i could about it i learned out the whole 99 page manual everything i was working with management, and eventually it got to the point where my postmaster turned around and said, if you have any questions on this stuff, ask James. Because James has gone through all this stuff. James knows all these things. Ask him about it. He knows what he's doing. Even our OJI doesn't know as much about this system as I do in this in this situation. And it's not a knock on her. She has a lot of work to do as an OJI. As It is. And you know that too, Kristen, as an OJI, that there's a lot that an OJI has to do on top of you being a steward and all that other stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, I hold all those. I, right, I, I hold all three of those hats in my office: the steward, the OJI, and the mapping facilitator. Yeah, I know. So you
0: know exactly how hard it is to cross between all three of those as it is. Oh yeah. And our our office. I mean, a lot of the people were just doing the bare minimums that they could. And then also on the other side of it, there's another part that a lot of people did not realize actually affects this and didn't notice it. And that was early work, working off the clock, yes. has affected your Rex score. And it doesn't matter how you do it or what you do. If you go in early and you are not clocked in, you are not affecting your RECS score. If you are clocked in and working, you are affecting your rec score. And here's another side to that. A lot of management is telling people not to punch in until your start time, and that is a falsity. A lot of people are being forced to punch in late, and being late is a disciplinarable offense. Being less than five minutes early is legal, under the postal operations manual, you have a five minute leeway and you can punch in early. I'm looking for carriers and other offices that are being told this, because I'm looking at filing a class action against postal management for putting this out there, because it's a violation of the postal operations manual. So I'm working on that right now because it's not right and you should be able to punch in a little bit early on the clock instead of punching in at exactly eight o'clock or whatever your start time is, or even a minute or two after it's not right. And it shouldn't be happening.
2: Well, I I guess someone grieved about people work coming in early and working. So the two Oh four B now won't, won't even let us on the working floor. I'll go to my, come in and go to my case and take my coat off. It's like, because it's every day, you're not supposed to be on the floor. I'm like, you know, I'm not touching anything.
4: I'm taking my
0: coat off to stay a while.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, our start time is 8.30, and they posted something the Saturday or Friday saying start times will be 8 a.m. starting on the 8th. So they didn't tell us that it was only city. They just said start times will be eight AM. So I will be there at eight AM on Saturday.
0: And that's management's
2: discretion. Well the postmaster put out we were the last one my station was the last one in the off in the Charlotte post office to go to eight thirty, which was almost a year after the postmaster said eight start times will be eight thirty because they kept not changing our 4240s. Yeah. So every time I gave them like that first Saturday, they said it's going to affect Saturday, 8.30. I show up at 8.30 Saturday, and it still said 7.30, so I would continue coming in at 7.30. And that's, and we got to
0: talk about all these other carriers that are being affected by this, and what the union is doing for them. The union is doing what they're supposed to when it comes to this. They have filed a step four grievance on this, which is the highest grievance they can file. And that is to force the Postal Service to release the numbers because they haven't this whole time. And
2: an unfair labor charge.
0: I'll get to that. And the reason why they're filing that right now is because they've had step fours for this before, but they're doing it at every instance that they can legally do. So when they first announced they were going to do the mini-mail survey, they filed a step four for not releasing the numbers. When they finished the mini-mail survey and announced that the routes that are going down, routes are going up, and so on and so forth, they filed another one for it. Now they've also filed a labor charge for this very thing, and they've also filed for a moratorium for 60 days on the route evaluations until the Postal Service can release the numbers. Now, now the whether the
1: moratorium was when they receive the information to give them 60 days to go over and verify it. So that way, they yes. won't go into effect until they get an answer from the Post Office.
0: So if the post office drags it drags its feet and holds off until the next mini mail survey it'll be 60 days after the next mini mail survey if they release the numbers just as the mini mail survey starts 60 days from that point
3: and therein lies the problem because of the fact that as of September the uh, the union was saying that there was no transparency from the post office on the numbers they were given an additional six months. To provide that transparency, and here we are—you know, seven months later, there's still no transparency,
0: and we're looking down the barrel of a gun for almost seventy percent of seventy percent of the Royal Craft is looking down the barrel of a gun, basically.
1: But, yeah, when you have carriers taking three to twenty thousand dollars, three thousand to twenty thousand dollars a year pay cuts. I mean, come on, people. When, when you have yeah, how many, high how many K, are going walk away. You have high K routes dropping to H routes.
3: Yes.
1: I mean what's gonna Going happen- from
0: forty forty six to forty eight, dropping down to 40 Mm-hmm.
1: I mean what's gonna happen I've been there before. with these formula offices that had all these K routes that are now J and H routes, and what's gonna happen to these PTFs? Because contractually, a PTF is supposed to be assigned to at least two to five K-routes. And now if you don't have K-routes... At least in the office, two
0: K-routes, yep. Yeah,
1: two to five K-routes per string for a PTF. And now all the K-routes are gone? What's going to happen?
0: And th- and there isn't there isn't even a provision in the contract for if, if the officers drop all their K-routes for PTFs. Yeah,
1: there is no... Nothing. There
0: is no recourse for them. The only thing they would have is if there's other formula offices within 50 miles that they can bid on or a district bid. They can't even go for a national bid and move out of state or something for a PTF position. It's within 50 miles of their office, basically, that they can bid in. How many, how many are we going to actually lose in that situation on the PTF side, not to mention the RCA side mm-hmm. of these offices that had one K route or had their own K route on a Saturday and a K route on a Monday that they were running, and then whatever they covered throughout the week. Now, if you have J routes in the offices, they'll be working two routes every pay period instead of one on a Saturday. And then what happens to their Monday if there's no K routes to work on Monday? Well, now they're only working Saturday and maybe Amazon Sunday if they have an Amazon Sunday.
1: Or, or some. I mean, like in my office that are going to H routes. I mean yes, an H route, yeah, an, and by the way, an H route is entitled to a sub. All full time routes, contractually at this point in time, are entitled to a leave replacement. Actually, even yeah, an how many OX, leave even an ox route is entitled a week, to. A a, yeah, I when I first transferred into my office, I transferred in on an H route. Uh, the carrier at the time was out on OWCP. Uh, she came back three weeks in after I uh, transferred in. And the first time ever in my life, I had two paychecks that were zero. You know, I, I've done yeah. that sub on an H-Route. I know how that goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, then we're, we're looking at we're going to lose subs that were working three days a week and making okay money to subs that are working one day a week now, which is, of course, only guaranteed on K-Routes one day a week, J-Routes one day every two weeks. HROS, you're only guaranteed to work when the carrier's off. And we're going to lose those subs because they're going to go off and work at McDonald's or Walmart or someplace else where they may make a dollar or two an hour less, but they'll get more hours. And then you have the regulars who are used to working five days a week, doing six hours a day, going to six days a week, working five hours a day. They're getting paid five hours a day, yeah,
4: and months.
0: they're going to not be happy. They're going to quit. What are we going to do? The subs quit, are going to quit first before the regulars do. Then the regulars are going to quit. There's no subs to fill those positions. Now we've got even more routes sitting empty.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've already had have... of... –
3: they're, uh, they're trying to get rid of the table one employees because we make too much.
1: The thing is, is the, the, employee, the ones that they're going to push out is going to be the table two. It's going yeah. to be the table, table two. Table taking two the is more
0: likely to quit. Yes. Yeah. It's, table two going to walk out and then table ones are going to be all that's left. You're going to have carriers that were on table one that are working until they're 80 years old because they can't retire because they don't want to leave their route abandoned because they have too much pride in their job to leave their route abandoned. They're going to die in the in their postal truck from right. old age right. out there on the route.
1: <gasps> Mike's not on with us um, at the moment. I'm not sure if he's going to jump in or not, but he just made an announcement, and I want to put this out for everybody that's in the Mid-States uh, Conference region. Um, if you are still interested in registering and attending Mid-States in Wichita, Kansas, the first weekend of May, the uh, you can still register. They are going to keep the P.O. box open until May 1st. So I'm just going to put that out for you guys. Anybody that's still uh, interested in registering to attend mid-states, you have until May 1st, I'm going to say the last day of April to be safe, um, to get that mailed in. The P.O. box will stay open until the 1st of May. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Sorry about that. I just wanted to put that out there because Mm -hmm. I, I know I am definitely looking forward to going now because I think now that evaluations have come out, it's going to be quite interesting
2: at mid states. Well, and what you were saying early, you know, a little bit ago about H routes entitled to having a sub. Yeah. And all the subs that are now on H routes that were J's or K's are not going to be happy because now they're only working that one week a year if there's no other work in the office. Yeah. I mean, it's not you, like they're you already planning on sending them out years ago where people were looking for that's exactly the ideal job they were looking for was one day a week or less
4: mm-hmm.
2: sort of become a sub for the post office to get that foot where in you the only door. had to cover vacation yeah. they could still go to whatever job they you know if they had another job they could still go to that without having to worry yeah
1: it except was, it for was, you know it was in getting, case of a call out it was getting that foot in the door. When this used to be quite yep, the, co- yep. I mean, this used to be quite the coveted job. And I remember, you know, it's only been just over eight years for me. But, I, you know, I, all the time I had people, wow, who did you know to get in there? How did, how did, you know, it was one of those things. I mean, it used to be waitless mile long to get into the post office. Mm-hmm. Now we can't get help to save our lives. We've got regular carriers who are getting so fed up now that are, if they haven't already, we'll probably be leaving sooner than they had anticipated to start with. We already have mm-hmm. routes yeah. in some areas that are already full-time routes that are going up to be hired off the street because it's bounced back and forth between local and district bidding and nobody's taking them. I think right there should prompt a resolution to allow national bidding. Or
3: How about yeah. when you close... 15 PTF positions in our area and only seven were filled. But that goes
0: back to management not doing everything they can to hire people either. My office is put in for a sub for the last two years with district and they'll post it for three days every two or three months. And for those three days, it's, it's, you know, I I go out and I put it on all the local social media pages when I find out it's put up but to get people in the door and stuff like that, giving them three days to apply is not working, you need to keep them open and they're not doing that now the other side of this is with this these new evaluations, you've got carriers, I know carriers that have actually gone out and when they saw their evaluation, they threw their badge and their keys on the desk and walked out the door at their office yeah. and guess what? That's a resignation.
4: Yeah. That's
0: a voluntary resignation. And your steward is not going to be having an easy time of getting your job back when you just voluntarily resigned in your anger towards your numbers that you got and threw your badge and your keys on the desk.
4: You abandoned
0: your job and you voluntarily resigned.
1: Yeah. Out of haste. Um, I know because I put our our dr put an email blast out about that is you know it i I get we I, I get the the anger and the animosity I mean these are this is this is everybody's livelihood and I completely understand that you know yes I'm still in RCA I am the next one to go regular I will be regular as either just before the next mini mail survey or as the new evaluations take effect for the mini mail survey, it's going to fall in right in that, right in that time frame. Is that route that I am looking at taking still going to be a 45 K in October? I don't know, but it's, you know, I get this. This is people's livelihoods. This is, this is their money. This is what we, you know, house payments, car payments, kids, colleges, you know, all that stuff. It's our life. If you're living
0: paycheck to paycheck, yeah, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're going to have to decide what bills you pay with each paycheck and and what food you eat for that next two weeks because you're going to have to decide what's most important to pay when your bills come up because you're sitting there and talking about you know, people who lost two to thirteen thousand dollars a year, and that could be their car payments. That could be their their utility bills. That could be the food they put in their fridge. That could be the clothes on their kids' back.
1: That could be their mortgage. In the
0: post office, just that could yeah, just cost them all. I
1: mean, yeah, their kids' college tuition. I mean, it, it could it could be their own college tuition. I mean, it's. It, you know, I, I I understand they're trying to push off the Table 1s, but the ones that are actually going to affect are the Table 2s. Table 2 is already making 8500 to $15,000 a year less than Table 1s. Those are the ones that are going to walk out the door.
3: Uh-huh. And, and, folks, let, let me put this in there. It, the, the, the most drastic thing that i have seen in my office and 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 i've heard from other offices is the lack of involvement between a regular carrier and their their sub when they're yes. training them and you don't understand i i have a sub a very good sub that i train and i put the time the effort I'm i'm available when i'm off i'm available in the evenings Uh, Like I said, yesterday was my drop day. My phone started at 730 in the morning. It didn't stop till 8 o'clock at night. What you put into the job, and that includes training your sub correctly, is what you get back out of it. And my sub would call me up and say, well, I have this box holder. Is it addressed? Yes. Okay. It's not a box holder then. You know, does it say WSH on there? No. Okay. Then you can put it under the WSS. Well, what if it has WSH? You're not allowed to put them in, which I believe to be unfair, but that's another discussion. If you don't put the effort into training your sub right, guess what? You're going to get screwed, and the sub's going to get screwed.
0: I actually had a conversation with a couple of uh, friends of mine that are ADRs, and they both said they can't authorize it on the union side. But they said it's carrier discretion on the WSH, and the rule of thumb would be 80% coverage is what they said would be 80% of your active boxes for coverage to put it as a WSS, but that is not coming from the union, and that's why I'm not naming who they are that I've talked to. But it is a suggestion to carriers if they wish to add a little bit of numbers to it that it won't affect it. But if you're putting uh, WSS in every single day, or putting two or three or four of them in every single day, it's going to throw a red flag. But if it's one every couple of weeks, they're not going to say anything. It's going to be looked over.
3: Well, that that would be uh, appear to be the story. Um, uh, I, guess, yeah, I guess the line that the union's towing on that, and and somebody I'm not going to mention myself by name suggested that if you're if you're getting you know wsh and it's covering 60 to 70 percent of your route one day and then two days later you get another one's covering 60 70 percent of your route you've now created a wss because you now have 150 percent of your route covered and if your fingers slip on that on that entry you know i would understand but i can't condone that
0: Exactly. It's it's carrier discretion on all of these scans. Yeah. We can't tell you whether you should or shouldn't put them in, but you should think about what, what would you think it'd be worth on your route when you actually look at it. It's the same as with the letters versus flats when we did the mini mail survey. You know, when in doubt, if you think it's too big to be a letter, then it's a flat. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to use a ruler or any of that stuff but some carriers still use a ruler. They want to be as honest as possible and that's perfectly fine. But again, it's carrier discretion on all of this stuff.
1: You know, and and how many times... I was gonna say, and how many times do we... Oops, I don't know what I hit when I was in there. It just went off.
0: (laughs) Exactly. The scanners aren't accurate, so we don't have to be accurate either.
3: But doesn't it seem that, that the WSH was created to actually rob us? Because when I get a WSH, I get a boatload my addresses of 639 addresses. And I, it seems like a, almost a legal way for them to, to rob us.
0: And it should be counted with your uh, bundled flats. It should be counted with your bundled flats. Notice I said should, not it would should right. be counted
1: well we don't know that but then because again we, we don't f- have the numbers
0: exactly <laughs> it all goes back to we don't have the numbers and then also the WSS flats technically should be counted for your route from the shipper but again it's not because we don't have the numbers everything you think it would be counted Unless you have an actual number on it, like an end-of-run report, which even before this started, you could get your DPS numbers in an end-of-run report. That's not a problem. That's a number you can actually look up. But your bundled flats, your RAWs that you get in, your NLM mail, all that stuff is not counted in our eyes because we don't have the numbers. So if you have a question about whether it's counted or not, Default to, it hasn't been counted.
2: Well, the LMN or bundle or um, free, the um, dispatch tubs in the morning mm-hmm. will show up on the end of run report. Yes. The, mm-hmm.
1: the carrier routed tubs,
2: yeah. Yeah, the carrier routed tubs will. The
0: clerk routed tubs will not. Right. The NL The NLM mail will show up, too. But in the mini mail survey, the, the training from, that I got from the union and management said that if the clerks put the NLM in the hot case, then you count it as raw. If the NLM comes in your DPS, it's not supposed to be counted. But if it's in your DPS, technically, it's a DPS error. So it should yep. be counted as a DPS error. So either way, you should have gotten a raw count for the NLM mail. And anything else you felt needed to be counted should have been counted back on the mini mail survey.
1: I am seeing um, over the last uh, 36 hours, well, 37 hours, going on 38 hours on the social media, um, I, a lot of things that should have been included, Time, miscellaneous timed events, that carriers were never told that that was, should have been a miscellaneous time event. So, therefore, they're not getting that credit now. Um, yeah,
0: it's... it's a mess. There's a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of mistakes that happened with this last mini-mail survey. And these 4241As and 4241Ms. And the union did put out an email about it, or a notification about it to everybody, that... They are t- uh, step 4 it, but if you feel like the numbers are wrong on your 4241A or your 4241M, that you should grieve it, and then it will be held at step two until the step four is solved in the national level. And you should grieve it if you feel like you're being wrong on your paperwork. Now, granted, that puts a lot of work on us stewards, but that's what we're there for. That's our job. We're there to help you, whether you are a dues-paying member or a non-dues-paying member, our job is the same for you. Just like this podcast, we are here for everybody in the craft.
3: Well, no, there's a couple in my office. I'm not, um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our best no matter what. I, do. I solved that problem and got decertified.
3: <laughs> Trust me. You're certifiable. <laughs> 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 yeah, that I am.
4: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, it's... I, I almost want to call it the rural apocalypse at this point in time. Uh, um, it. I just... I mean, my office didn't get hit quite like some of these other offices. And I, I, I feel for those carriers. I really do. I it's almost to the point I just don't know what to say anymore because it's the loss it hurts it, it you it know it, it, it doesn't it's not directly affecting me but but it still hurts because you know we're all in this together we're we're one big huge rural care family and what's affecting 66 percent of our carriers is affecting all of us in one way or another
0: now granted I, I, I I'm happy. I, I, I'm happy for the 33%. I'm happy for the 33% getting the money they deserve. But I also feel terrible for the 66% that are losing so much out of this, whether it be the loss in pay or it be the loss in days off because I know how much the days off means just to me alone, let alone to somebody else who may have kids or may have uh, starting family, or maybe parents that are uh, getting up there in age that they have to take care of and stuff like that. You know, I know what those days off means, and that hurts them too. And I don't like seeing this, but I hope that as a group we can come together and find some kind of positive resolution to this that benefits all rural carriers
2: altogether. Mm-hmm. And, and that's you know, I I feel for everyone too in 2018 i went into the count as a 47k i came out as a 41k and i if i remember correctly i was two minutes into 41. so the initial oh. numbers showed 40k so i i i know and i felt wherever you know most of these people are now it sucks Uh, How many of them are going to have
0: to go out and do uh, Uber or uh, Uber Eats or Lyft or any of those other jobs just to make up this loss of revenue? Although it would be cool to ride in an Uber that has a right-hand drive.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know what what your day job (laughs) is. Well, actually, I think the right-hand drive would be great for, uh, you know, like food deliveries because of the fact that you can get out on the curbside is it's safer for you.
1: Yeah, the the, yep. the the big joke going around, and I did post that meme on the uh, Facebook page. Is uh, only fans, though. I think there's quite a few of us. We we no no. I, I let's not.
0: <laughs> oh no, they 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 pay me to keep my clothes on. Exactly. Well. Exactly.
1: Me too. It's okay. It's, I, you know, yeah, I just, like I said, I have no words anymore for it. I am just, it hurts. It really, really hurts. And I'm not one that's directly affected by big the big, huge changes, but it, it still, it hurts. It really well, hurts. Well, you
0: are affected because you're you're the sub in your office that covers all the routes and so that pay actually affects you too.
1: Oh, it does. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, like I said, my office not getting hit as hard as some of these offices we've seen. It just
0: <sighs> like my one carrier that went from a K to an H. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I know someone that that happened um, coincidentally, they it was a 44 to a 44. So I mean, they they got lucky. Up, they
1: gave up their two days off. I mean, they're still getting paid yep, the same, but two days off. but they lost their relief days.
0: Yeah, and that's that's but still a that's still a cut in that's uh, still a cut in their pay in a way because yeah. now they're having to work more for the same amount of money. Yep, exactly.
3: Folks, at, at seven thirty yesterday morning, you know, I got on my computer. By 7.45, the, the comments on Facebook and the, the rural carriers, the rural carrier associate pages were lighting up. And I'm sitting there going, how the hell did you lose $16,000? I mean, wrap your head around that, folks. I mean, I lost $12,000. I lost 16. I lost 8300 I Wrap your head around the fact that you lost that much time on a route. What did you do or not do, and or, and you know what did your sub or you know whoever was carrying people who didn't switch the scanners over, people who didn't bother entering the WSS or entering the the UBBMs or 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 any of those things, or all the times That's the routes were split, that. That's and the times the routes were split and
0: the, and the subs didn't do it, and the subs didn't do the scans on the routes because they were splitting it, and so they didn't do the full scan set for the route. And that's another thing that affects it is if you have subs that do um, splitting a route, one of the one of the neither of those subs are going to be clocked in on that route because they probably were doing an AUX route or something else on top of that. And if they also don't ch- change the scanner over to that route, you're not going to get the package credits for that route. They're good, they're going to put the credits on that AUX route that they were running. And then you have carriers who. We're not inputting any of this information whatsoever until the last month, month and a half. So you only have a month and a half worth of scanner inputs that are now divided over 12 months. You have your mini mail survey and stuff like that, that doesn't really affect your route that much, 4%. I mean, yeah, you would have gained maybe at most 10, 15 minutes if you had a lot of mail, but you really have to look hard at all the different things that come out of this. The driveline matrix changed a lot. Yes. Like uh, Kristen said, she had that 93-mile route. That's a non-L route. That route was getting two minutes per mailbox, and now that route's getting 1.2 minutes per mailbox. On top of the uh, 9.6 um, minutes per mile, because of the distance between boxes, probably up to maybe twelve minutes a mile, but
1: yeah, there's a there's a there's a tw- ten mile ten twelve mile deadhead just to get to the first box, and then returning from the last box is thirteen miles. I mean, come on now. I, 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 I see where that loss is, but I'm also finding out that the the former regular on that route retired last summer, uh, last July. She did the six mandatory scans and said, "Screw the rest." You know, I'm retiring. I don't care.
0: Yeah, her flips off so the door. The she care time, what happens so the only time, so the only carrier. time
1: those scans were getting done is when I was running that route. And and then when the new regular took it over, so that whole first half of the year wasn't getting accredited like it was supposed to because it was only getting done when I was running the route when she wasn't there.
0: Yeah, And then you have the routes that are getting the mileage off the LTM, which may or may not be accurate. And if the mileage is incorrect on your 4241, you need to turn around and you need to grieve that. Because as it stands, our mileage is not based on the LTM. It is still based on a certified odometer. And any manager that tells you it's not based on a certified odometer is lying through their teeth because our contract still requires a certified odometer to measure the mileage of the route.
1: Exactly. And that's what I try to tell them because the, the, uh, that was another thing too is under the Rex mapping, see here's the thing. when I came onto that route, it was a 90 it was a 98 mile route. Regular had a remeasurement done um, just before COVID. And it went down to 93 miles, so we automatically lost an hour there losing 5 miles at 12 minutes a mile. So that dropped it down to a 41, maybe a 42 at the time. Um, I think it went down to a 41. And he was telling me when I was talking to the regular that has it today, that, um, you know, and then doing the Rex mapping, the while well, the Rex mapping has it at ninety one point eight three miles, and that's the amount of mileage on the forty two forty one A. And he's like, I set my odometer. He goes, I have the two trips. I said, Yep, yeah, just like you know I do on my Jeep. And he goes, I let the one go. He goes, but the other one, I keep it going, cause then he takes the difference from going his uh, going up the driveways and down. And he goes, if just running the flat route, he goes, I subtract the mileage out of the driveways, he goes, it's at 95 miles. I said, ask for a remeasurement with a calibrated vehicle. He goes, but, the, you know, they're trying to argue that it's all done on the GPS. I said, ask for a remeasurement. There is no language that says you cannot ask for a remeasurement still.
0: Have, is if they're not allowing you to get a remeasurement with a certified odometer, you can actually grieve that because it is a contractual dispute.
2: Correct. So, Mike, how was your night?
5: <clears throat> uh, well, my daughter has a new ride now.
2: <clears throat> Where are you? Hello. What's Hello. She, What's
5: she, she got a, um, a 2020 Mazda CX five.
3: Oh nice, nice.
5: Which is um uh, she does uh in uh she's a CNA, she does in home uh in home care.
1: Okay.
4: So she oh, needs something reliable, yeah.
5: So so she needs something reliable, something with a lot of space to carry her supplies around in. And fuel
1: so, efficient,
5: yeah. Yeah, fairly fuel efficient. So um
3: yeah. S- sits up moderately high, so she has a good field of vision.
5: Uh, yes, uh, that's uh, yeah. And this, uh, her her roommate's boyfriend works at a car dealership, and uh, he went with her to test drive it and look it over. And uh, the seller on un- the, the seller is like a car flipper uh, uh, instead of yeah. a home flipper. He flips cars. So he was really well organized, and uh, he had a, uh, the Carfax already run, and just he was really, really well prepared for us. so um, I was a little she found him on Facebook of all places, and I was like, well, you know I was a little uh, I was a little uh, wary of that at first, but uh, they went out went out and talked to him, and he was, he was a nice guy, and uh, like I said, really well organized and uh, Everything was uh, uh, really above board, so, uh, so yeah. That's how I spent my afternoon and early part of the evening. So,
1: how did your uh, kind of backtrack into how when we first started, Mike? Any word on how uh, your route in office fared with yesterday's? Uh... Okay.
5: Personally, my route went. Uh, I went up uh, about thirty uh, standard time. I went up about thirty minutes. That put so I went up from a 45 K to a 46 K.
0: <laughs> Congratulations.
5: Thank you. Uh, my route or my office was kind of a mixed bag. Um, we had some, uh, we had some big losers. We had some big gainers and then we had some in the middle. Um, we had uh, uh we had two K routes. Uh, one one gal, and she's been out uh, with an injury, and so just the topic you were talking about before, uh, her route's been being run by RCAs and being split since about December, and she went from a she went from a 47K to a
3: 42H. Ooh, ow! Oh, oh, um, yeah. That hurts. Uh, that we makes had another. Hurt. Uh,
4: yeah.
5: yeah, there's another regular. And I know it used to be my sub of record route and she, when I ran it was, I think it was a 46K and it may have been about that. And she went to an H route as well. Ouch. So, but then we had another, uh, another couple of K routes that went to J's. Um, and then we had a couple of, a couple of ladies lost like three or four hours, but are still, still K routes and one lady, uh, one of the ladies is like, well, yeah, I lost four hours, but I got so much growth on my route. Um, I'm not, not really, really worried about it. And then, um, I, I catching the end of the last conversation, um, uh, I'm, I'm going to say, bring your lawn chairs and popcorn on Monday because one of the carriers who was off on Saturday is going to come in more, uh, Monday to find he was cut from a 47 to a 40 K that said, uh, and I don't know this for sure, but he told he works he works two cases down from me, and I believe he told uh, our 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 case neighbor uh, that he wasn't going to do any of the rec stuff. So I put that firmly on if he if he took that cut, then that's firmly on him, and I don't have a lot of sympathy for him.
3: None at all.
0: None. Uh, well, I'm going to say this. of your evaluation is the scans you put into your scanner. Yeah. 30% of it. 40% of it is the computerized stuff that gets put into it. Then you have the DPM and the LTM. That's on top of that. That reaches you up to the last 6% which 2% of that is your office measurements and 4% of that is your mini mail survey. And, so, um,
5: and I, I will tell you for the, and I'm, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or blow my own horn, but I was diligent of what, once they said, Hey, you know, you need to start doing these scans. I, I was, I was diligent about doing them.
0: Um, and that's the thing is I know some carriers that were doing them diligently and still lost yeah. big.
5: Yeah, and, and I'm sure that's the saddest yeah. part. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure that's out there. I'm sure there's. I'm sure you guys have been over this. and I don't want to backtrack too much, but uh, <coughs> there are a couple of things. Like my uh, my forty two forty one A. My route is on the my four. Okay, on my four thousand three, my route measurement is sixteen miles. The LT uh, on my forty two forty one A, it says I'm almost (coughs) seventeen. So, so they're obviously entering the data from from the uh, from the LTM. Yes. Uh, Did you go over? uh, And then uh, my my uh, box factor, my coverage factor was ninety two percent. I don't know. Did you guys go over that? I don't want to.
2: Not yet. We haven't gotten
0: that far.
5: And then the whole thing about zero, and I kept—I've been asking since yesterday—is—is is, um, the volume factor is that still a thing under Rex? I—I I don't know,
0: R Rex, I don't know. We haven't gotten a solid answer on that, but what I have seen is that the box factor is an adjustment slot in the Rex stuff, at least from what I've read in different things, including the 99-page manual. It's supposed to be an adjustment that if you change significantly on your route that when the next mini mail survey comes out and your next 4241 comes out that'll be in the adjustment section until you hit your next mini mail survey 6 months later that's at least what i'm getting from what i've read but i'm but, uh, not 100% certain on okay. that <clears> okay
5: <throat> so yeah and i um I've 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 looked at my 4241A. I printed out the I printed out the cheat sheet from the for the well the what what goes into each of the blocks
4: mm-hmm. on
5: the 4241A. I was wondering and I didn't I didn't go to look cuz I've been kind of um busy with stuff today. Um if there's a a comparable uh guide to the 4241M in... does anyone know
1: in the uh, 99 page manual there is the 4241m comparison and it has you know right. what you would have and then the breakdown of the new one with explanations okay. yeah i was i was kind of going over it with the carrier in my office today as he's reading me his 4241m numbers and i'm kind of trying to follow along in the comparison guide and explaining what they were so yeah okay <laughs> it is in there
5: so i need i always I need to dig out my uh, I need to dig out my Rex manual again. It's on a shelf here somewhere. I saw it the other day. I need to dust it off.
4: <laughs> so, that's
0: another one that, that we got to talk about is all the zeros that you see on your forty two forty ones. forty two forty ones. I have a carrier that sent me their forty two forty one. I haven't seen mine yet. I haven't been in the office uh, when I went in this morning. The two hundred four B was told not to give them to the carriers that morning. Ooh, and then interesting and then he was told around noon to give them out when the carriers got back and he called me and said, hey, I just got told I should give them out in this this afternoon when everybody gets back and I, I told him straight up I said, tell them please don't kill the messenger. yeah talk with Denise and James on Monday about it. But don't kill me. I'm just giving you what they've told me to give you.
1: Yeah, we... Uh, <laughs> because went,
0: this poor guy, <laughs> this poor guy, he's he's a great guy. He's a great 204B for us. And I really feel bad that he had to be the messenger in this situation.
1: Our uh, 204B uh, went to log into the computer on Saturday. And he had an email stating that his detail had ended and he lost access to everything. <laughs> Oh <laughs> um, now, that's confusing. I and he had stated that the postmaster said that she'd rather he you know wait until Monday to give them. Of course, everybody's hovered around the desk. I look at him. I said, "You know the postmaster's <laughs> login, right?" He looks at me, smiles. He goes, "Yep." I said, "Get to printing, buddy." <laughs> <laughs>
5: Uh, also, will tell you that our, 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 our opening supervisor no, not only passed out the 4241As, but she printed out the 4241Ms without being asked and yeah. gave those out to everyone as well.
1: I, I told everybody yeah, I told whenever, her. I, when they come into the office, ask for your 4241Ms as well. Um, I may just... <sighs> Tim's going to give me his to go over. Um, tomorrow I I I don't think anybody else is really complaining much Um, obviously the other three routes went up three hours Um, the one stayed the same and the other one went back down to an H but it should never been a J anyways it's always been an H so otherwise I probably would put a request for information in just to get a hold of all of them so I could go over them with a fine tooth comb but I don't think that may main necess- main necess- main be necessary. Gosh, I can't even talk to
2: me. Well, see how Tim's numbers work out, and if you see issues, then you can request them. Yeah, exactly. You
0: know, it's... I just... And that's, that's the key. Where, where there's errors, you need to grieve it. Yep. Wherever you see errors, okay. Like, one of my carriers sent me their 4241A, and I saw there was zero for walk distances for what they walk and that is your park point to door delivery times so this tells me that one of two things happened: either they weren't delivering to the door with packages or the system didn't record it or
1: they weren't in the carrying way a it's scanner supposed with to them, or they were scanning at the vehicle and not carrying the scanner with them to the door
0: that too there's all different kinds of possibilities with that
1: or but a, or now we've got it a, could have been mapped incorrectly. I don't know
0: no it was mapped correctly because <laughs> I was there when they mapped it
1: okay yeah yeah be in the mapping facility remember yeah. I was the
0: facilitator yep. yeah me too um same with like traffic control points if you sat there and put in your traffic control points and that says zero you need to grieve that because you have to have traffic control points in there mm-hmm. um for those of us that have well let's just go over all these different slots on on the 4241 so people actually know what they're about okay do you guys had, okay with that
1: yeah i seen somebody had so, posted a mm-hmm. copy of the cheat sheet i may get my hands on one and uh put the cheat sheet up oh, so
0: i think i think i put it in our chat if not i, I can put it say. in our chat anyway
1: I may have it here.
0: Just give me a second. So starting starting in the top left, we'll go across each row, and I'll explain a little bit about each section here. So the first slot is random letters. This is based on the end-of-run report that the management gets. So the carrier-routed letters, like the NLM and things like that, as well as your mini mail survey raw letters that you counted are listed here. Next to that is your carrier-routed flats and your raw flats that you counted in the mini mail survey. Next to that is your WSS letters that you input on your scanner. So each time you input that WSS it gave you coverage for every box and then divided it by the number of days prior to that. So if you had one every week, you have 52 weeks of WSS coverage, but that's also divided by six. The same with the WSS flats, box holder letters, box holder flats. DPS letters is your DPS counter from the system from the end of run. Same with DPS flats, if you had the FSS. That would have been there. But everybody lost FSS at the beginning of the day. On January first. Um I do not know what C R flats are, does somebody else?
1: Carrier routed. Yeah, carrier routed.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so carrier routed
1: so
5: I'm assuming that's the bundled flats.
1: No, that would be the ones or in the tubs. Like, the uh
5: or oh,
0: that's okay for the plan hey, the, the helicopter yeah. plants. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pull down is the time they believe it should take you to pull down your case. Okay. It's an average that was included in the mini mail in the uh, ninety nine page manual based on your volume and your bundling system parcels. That is the number of parcels that you scan, that are scanned to your route. So whatever the clerk's scan at the office is put under parcels here. Same with accountable mail, signature item. Carrier pickup forms, when you scan them, when you do the pickups, that'll be listed there. Okay. Yeah, go ahead.
5: No, no, I was going to say maybe you should hold my questions to the end so you can get through this.
0: Okay. CODs and customs due. If you have uh, cash on delivery or somebody has to pay the customs toll for something, that would be posted there. Postage due is the next one. Same thing, if, if somebody owes you cash and you go and pick up that cash, you would hit the postage due and that would show up there. Markups. That is uh, standard based on mail volume, an average of your markups from your mini mail survey. Uh, PARS labels from the mini mail survey. Office walk time for the distances that you were measured for. Load time, this was a big one. This was your start load vehicle to end load vehicle average for the year. All the times would be added up and then divided by the number of days. Uh, daily activities, that was your miscellaneous daily activities that you would do. Route length, it says LTM mapping, it's going to be the LTM mapping. If it doesn't match your official mileage that you had before, ask for a remeasurement with a certified odometer. Regular boxes from the DPM mapping. Technically it's from your edit book, not from the DPM mapping. Centralized boxes also edit book, but they say DPM mapping. Total boxes is total boxes. Collection compartments. The numbers that you put in on the uh, mapping program for collection compartments will go here. Daily dismounts comes from your edit book. Daily dismount distance should have been measured with your measuring stick or whatever, the measuring wheel, whatever you use, to get your distance to all your dismounts. Uh, the reserve slot is open for whatever they want to add to this. Blue box collection is for how many blue boxes you have on your route. Uh, service interunit. So if you have an intermediate unit that you go to, that's where that would go. Would that be the lock pouch? I believe so. Yeah, yes. it could
1: be the lock okay. pouch or some of the uh, parent-child routes where you have yeah. to go in case of the mail. Uh, yeah, anytime that or, you have to go to an intermediate office for,
0: yeah. Or like up, up I saw one of those, those offices here in Michigan where the uh, rural carrier goes in, does the... Um, P.O. boxes and then turns around and clerks the window for two hours um,
3: damn
0: yeah um, then you have drive that is your time from your mapping both your uh, ma- your map your uh, mailbox mapping and your LTM that is the time it takes you to drive your route using the drive matrix. No longer the 12 minutes per mile, but uh, multiple different versions of it that it is now. Um, service. Um, I am not sure what that one is. Do you guys know?
5: I don't know. No. It just says it's from DPM and LPM mapping. So I'm not sure what that is.
0: Maybe it's the distance to your gas station.
5: Um, I'm not sure. I,
0: I know fueling, I know fuel is different, yeah. but that's, um, yeah. that's, that's based on 100 miles. But I think that might be your, your distance to your gas station is what I'm thinking. Um, walk, wow. that is the distance from your park point to the front door that you placed on the map. That's from your two pinpoints that you put on the map in a straight line. Uh, TCP is traffic control point. Fuel, that is for only government vehicles. If you're in a POV, this should be zero. If it's anything else, it's wrong. But the government vehicles, it is based on 100 miles. So, for instance, on my route, it's 28 miles. I get two fuelings. A week. So I would get two times the fueling on here versus somebody who has a 93 mile route would get a fueling every single day. Volume factor here it says yearly average volumes. So that is, do you guys have any numbers in your uh, volume factor?
1: No, they've all been Zero. zeros.
0: <clears throat> okay. So we'll have to look into that because I'm. Like I said, it could be that when you adjust your route, like lose a few boxes, lose lose a few boxes, add a few boxes, or add a neighborhood or something like that is what I was reading. Um, drive speed: this is your average speed on the route based on the speed matrix. Um, route coverage. This is your mail fact volume on your route, how many boxes, on average, you service a day. Um, USPS vehicle used, it will be a yes or a no. POV will be no. Uh, government vehicle will be yes. Verify mail, that is your fingering of the DPS, your of. Uh, stuff like that um reload does anybody know that one
1: that um the reloading one actually i remember in the test office at the time there was a time where we actually when we would move mail uh, especially in pov routes um when you'd have to stop and get out and physically move the mail to continue on that's your reload
3: okay there was actually yeah the The reload now is all, already a calculated yep. average based on your mail volume,
4: yeah, because, which
3: okay, which yeah, it, which is which is a lie because more times than not you have to move trays of spurs more than you do the mail.
1: Yeah, it yeah. it was an average, and um, I know at one time the test study offices. I actually remember because we had a start reload and reload feature. And I know that they were collecting that data from those 4,000 test routes at the time. And that's where they initially came up with an average to work with everything else. But yeah, that's the reload is having to move the mail to where you have it when you deliver.
0: Serviceable. Yes. To move it to where it's serviceable. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next one is registered and certified accepted. So for some people, they have law firms that send out certifieds, oh. and you, you scan all of them in that you accepted them. That's where that goes. If you don't pick up any registered or certified out on your route, this would be a zero. Yeah. Um, money order applications. We are a post office on wheels. Some people actually have money order applications in their in their trucks. So if you do those, that would be put there. Uh, Contact rural reach. This is a big one. They just came out with the uh, instruction to do more rural reach and get more customers to send stuff through the postal service. If you sit there and you talk with your customer about sending things through the mail, whether it be parcels or it be first-class letters or you get them to do EDDM, Or if you sit there and have a small conversation with one of your customers about uh, how their day's going, reaching out to that customer, making sure they're okay. That's a real reach customer. Put it in the scanner. You need to use that. That's a big
3: one. We don't get an automatic credit for it anymore.
1: That's five minutes.
3: I I like the one where you discuss informed delivery. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) All right. Yes.
3: And and then uh, the next
0: one stamp stock the automatic credit we had until uh, our recs come out stamp stock we're, we're allowed to carry stamp stock with us a lot of postmasters don't want us to but you can actually ask to carry stamp stock on your route and if you do a stamp stock sale on your route you input it in your in your uh, scanner of course some of us carry stamps in our back pocket if somebody puts 63 cents in the mailbox take that stamp out of your pocket stick it on the envelope
1: stamp stock sale. and ship it
0: out and that's that's a stamp stock sale um, yep. activity scans that is every scan you put in scanner you get a credit for
4: hmm.
0: and you get a time factor for putting that that scan in yep. parcels this this is your parcel Um. This is for parcels out on the route. The first one was the parcels that were routed to your route. This one is the ones you scan out on your route, including unscanned parcel. Account mail signature item. If you deliver a certified, registered, or anything else that requires a signature, that's where that will show up. Carrier pickup items. This is your carrier pickup or your prepaid acceptance. That goes in that slot there. So if you have packages, they want you to do a minimum of five, but I guarantee you every single customer you have out there would want you to scan every parcel they give you so they can track it all the way through from the time you pick it up to the time it's delivered. Give that customer that benefit of seeing that you picked it up and sent it off because if they have a parcel that the guy is calling and saying, I never got this parcel and you didn't scan it to pick up, they're going to say, well, I never shipped it. So they're going to have to send another one. But if you scan, it was picked up. They can track where it went and see where, where it ended up. So, no, uh, answer. COD is custom to do. Again, this is the same as the one up above, but this is when you deliver them versus receiving them on your route. Um, postage due again same thing in the office versus on the route and express deviation if you have to leave your route in the middle of it to go back to the office to get an express you start your deviation from the moment you decide to leave your route just before you pull off from that mailbox you hit start deviation and you don't hit end deviation until you return to that exact mailbox and that time will be recorded right there.
1: That also, if it's, I'm gonna say, since expresses now are 6 p.m. guarantee time, <laughs> I and I, most of us are usually, you know, we'll have them delivered. If it's a, like something that's off at the end of the route, it's Christmas time. You know, you're not gonna get to that spot by six o'clock, and you have to deviate to go get that express delivered by six. That's also when you would use that start deviation and end deviation from the time you leave that spot on your route, go deliver it until you get back is also the start and end deviation for the express. Yep. And if,
0: if if you go and pick up the express at the office and it's further down on your route from where you left it, go right back to where you left off from your route in deviation, continue your route and deliver that express. If it's before it, Go deliver it, then come back to that spot. That's the only way it works. Now, the last ones are the final numbers on your route that show your standards. It shows your office time, your street time, and your total. And the total is what they base your evaluation on. Now, questions?
3: I want you to go back to the (laughs) WSS letters and flats huh. Explain, explain again because you did it so well how the numbers are factored the WSS letters and
0: WSS flats you get a full coverage for the day but you have to remember that's through a 365 day window minus Sundays 301 mean. exactly right. so you take that one day and divide it by 301 if you have 665 boxes, good. That gives you two letters for the year, or two flats for the year. If you have one every week, guess what? That's now 104 letters at the letter volume, the seconds that they give you for letters, for the year. So that's not a big number But it does make a difference, especially if you if you get them every week or you get them every three days or you have ones that come in every other week or once a month. They all add up. Yeah, because I was thinking,
5: yeah, because I was thinking because I'm assuming the same goes for the box holder letters and flats.
0: Yes, same exact thing. Because
5: because yeah, because we've got uh, in my office, we have um, a grocery store ad that comes in every week. And so it's a it's a box holder. It's a box holder flat every week, and then so you
0: get so you get uh, how many boxes do you have? Eight hundred forty-five. Okay, divide eight hundred forty-five by uh, three hundred and one, and that's how many uh, you get for each day on your average for the year.
5: Okay, it's almost three. Okay.
0: And then you you also have to figure at three times fifty two, and that's your that's your volume factor for just that wow. specific box holder that comes every week. I know it's it's convoluted and complicated, and, and math is one of my strong suits, and it <laughs> it, it confuses the crap out of me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Just remember, this system was this was devised by engineers. So th- these were smart people who put this together.
4: They
0: have never devised. There you go. Devised by, <laughs> devised by engineers. Devised by engineers. Input from managers who haven't carried mail in a long time and unions. Union management that hasn't carried in a long time. Yeah. So, and I
5: say and I say that with all due respect my brother my brother is an engineer
0: so <laughs> i have i have I have a lot of friends who are engineers and um, I have uh, friends who work on on uh, jet engines and yeah. cars and things like that and I can I was, tell you you get them into a room and start talking about something other than engineering and they look look like a fish out of water yeah i always said <laughs> my
5: bro, i always I always joke with my brother and so you can do You can do math without numbers, but you can't balance your checkbook. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But that's the thing. It's it's a convoluted calculation that after you actually understand how all the numbers go together, make a lot more sense. So next question.
1: Thank you for explaining it all.
0: Yeah,
5: thanks. Um, Yeah, no
0: problem. I guess... Um,
5: I guess why are we getting a keystroke? Okay, for on the office time for carrier pickup forms, and it says activity activity keystroke O. Uh,
0: Because they just copied it. They copied it from the delivery side, but it's actually it's actually counting it in both those slots when you hit that keystroke. So when you go out onto the field and you scan that sheet, it's giving you a credit for it out on the street but it's also giving you a credit from you getting it and putting it where it's supposed to go for you to take it out to the street.
5: Okay. So for example, I, so on mine, I'm I'm looking at my 42:41 right now. So for carrier pickup items on street time, I've got four minutes for carrier pickups, but in my office time for carrier pickup forms, I have a zero.
0: Okay. Um, so you, you get more time on the street than you do in the office.
5: Okay, I just and, and it's probably that way because I don't I don't get a lot of I I, I have I have two or three customers who send stuff out on a non regular basis. Let's put it that way.
4: Yeah,
5: you know, well, it's not like it's not like the the girl in my office who services the UPS store and will come back with more parcels than she came back than she went out with. You know especially at christmas
0: yeah and, and no. that's the other thing is like me i have customers that they don't put in a pickup form they just no. stick a flag up and leave a note in their mailbox to get the package at the oh. front door or wherever yeah. they put it yeah. so i don't get I carry it. i don't get pickup request for that but i still get the credit for the parcels
4: yeah
2: Why i, not? I, I noticed they notified you that there's a pickup yes oh, so I- you should get oh. carrier pickup but you they don't, don't get look- the manifest credit
0: Yes, but you I still get, get the, the pickup. carrier pickup. I get the carrier pickup, and I also do a door miscellaneous scan. Um,
2: Are you going that's, to that's, well, was, because We were told trip to door one because to get the, the credit to the door for that. See, and I,
0: I was told that trip to door is two or more. So two if, if more you're
2: deliver for delivery. Packages,
0: yeah, I was told delivery. the trip to door yeah, is doing for a delivery. Pickup.
2: But if you do a pickup, then, the like line, I said, I was... this is what I was told. Um, but all I wanna say, in, at least in my district, my ADR has told us when it comes to the carrier pickups, mm-hmm. there are more than five pieces, and I agree with you 100%, it is customer service to scan them,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: it is at management's approval to scan more. If the customer wants them done, then the customer should put in um, a written request stating that they want, want or, you know, the reasoning that they want or need them scanned on a daily basis or off often, and then management gives the approval to do it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. The other I'm side just going to
2: throw that out there. Okay,
0: that's the other side of this you get all these different managers and and union people that give different answers to everything that's going on but I'm looking at this from the aspect of what credits can I do honestly and back up with some kind of fact as to why I'm doing them and I'm going to do and according to the sheet on the on the quick reference guide the trip to door says two or more for parcel delivery. When you have to go to the door multiple times for parcels, you use trip to door. The door miscellaneous is for any trips to the door you have to do. So if, if you're doing a carrier pickup, that would be a door miscellaneous. You were told if it's hold mail, you're supposed to do a door miscellaneous, but now they've changed that over to the unscanned parcel. When you have more than eight letters.
2: Well, it's always been eight or more. You get a parcel credit.
0: Yeah, and but at the beginning it was t- do a door miscellaneous because that's basically like a parcel well, credit. If, anyway, if
2: or miscellaneous yeah. if it didn't fit in the box and there was nothing to scam.
0: Yeah, and now it's an unscanned parcel.
2: Just period.
0: Just period. If it's over eight pieces, it's an unscanned parcel, period.
2: Okay. And you and can say two door as your location. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, Yes. Yeah. exactly.
5: So, so, uh, so one of my infrequent customers uh, doesn't leave me a note, doesn't put in a carrier pickup request through the, through the computer. I'll just open up her CBU and she'll have a bunch of small parcels
4: uh,
5: <laughs> outgoing.
0: Where are they um, at? In her in her mail slot?
5: In the mail slot. Yeah.
0: It's still it's been pickup. In, it's still a pickup, but it's just yeah. your standard carrier pickup right there at the mailbox.
5: Is are you doing or should I still be doing carrier pickup or should I be doing prepaid acceptance? Under carrier pickup, the uh... just no man just just is there the the No number? on
0: the manifest. The yeah, no, no on the fifty six thirty, yeah.
1: Technically, what is the carrier uh, pickup qualifier when collecting them out of the box or whatnot is if it's over two pounds or it's a priority. That would be the carrier pickup option um, qualifier. Oh.
0: Right. But, How many of us carry a scale in our mail in our mail truck?
5: Well, <laughs> I, I will tell you for the, for the customer I'm thinking about, none of them are over two pounds yeah. and I think they all go first class. So it's
0: not our anything. job to weigh them. That's you, the clerk's job.
1: You know, and <laughs> well and at this point, you know, honestly, I'm gonna say what works best for you.
0: Yep, Whether exactly. You can do a carrier whatever, pickup, you can do prepaid acceptance.
1: Yep.
5: And just the, the other the other thing too, and um because people throw this word around manifest um Okay. There's the gosh, I can't remember the form the, the form you they print out from the computer that the computer generated carrier pickup form. Okay? The carrier
0: pickup request? Yeah. Uh-huh.
5: Because because we have within our office, we have we have businesses that send out parcels and they um you know, do the um do the thing where they um uh, they put them all on one form.
4: Mm -hmm. to manifest,
5: that's the manifest yeah it is yeah okay because people are throwing out people are are conflating calling the carrier pickup request a manifest and they do two different things and scanning the same form number okay they're not the same form number they're not the same form number and they do different things because if you scan the you 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 scan the, the the carrier pickup request that does not uh, put the put the tracking rate. numbers in the system, doesn't put the tracking numbers into the system scanning the manifest where you may have you know 20 50 100 parcels on one on one manifest you scan that all those parcel numbers all those tracking numbers get put in the system
4: all those so,
3: tracking
0: numbers are considered picked up
5: right yep. and they and they go and they go and they're in the system so I, I wanna be, I wanna start clarifying what we're, that a carrier pickup is different from a manifest. Yes. So the
4: Correct. Okay. The way
0: it works, the way it works and the way to tell the difference, a carrier pickup request comes from management. It gets right. handed right. to you at your case.
5: Right.
4: The
0: pickup manifest is printed by the by shipper. The customer.
5: By the customer, yep. yep.
0: Yep, by whoever's shipping it and with placed with the packages and we scan it with at the where we pick it up and we leave the manifest with the customer. Right. Yep. The packages go with us, the manifest stays with the customer. Yep. The carrier pickup request comes back with us to the
4: office.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically all all the the carrier pickup And then request it gets recycled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically. It goes in the circular file because all that's doing is once you scan that, when you pick it up, it's closing out that pickup order on the management and in the system. It's recognizing that, yes, I picked it up or no, there was nothing to pick up because we've had businesses that just have the standing orders that come every day. And some days they may not have anything. So you know you're at least acknowledging that you did the attempt on that pickup notice whether it was a yes or no and it's closing out that order for the day when you scan it and then yes answer your question the the manifest the carrier uh, on the customer side should have everything connected that's yeah so you know like i said with on the one route we've got the carrier that has the pickup automatic request um, unless he's on vacation and his mail's on hold, then we don't have to stop, obviously. We don't get the pickup request, but we get the pickup request daily. We go there. He, uh, usually has a scan sheet or manifest to print out. What I do is, is, okay, how many packages do I have? I verify. I put in the number. And then I'll scan. I'll pick up five of them, scan them. And then after I do that, then I'll go ahead and scan his, uh, his manifest in. That way, everything is logged, and then
0: I'm done with that one. So, all right. Do we have any other questions on the 4241? to
4: forty one? Um, uh, let me think.
5: I want. I'm wondering what that service is because I got over a thousand minutes in there for service. Wow! wow I
0: don't yeah that's awesome
5: <laughs> I, don't know what I'm do- I don't know what i'm doing but i'm gonna keep doing it <laughs> right I, I i will say i i will say this uh in the rex guide there was a
0: that's 16 was, hours
4: yeah <laughs> uh
5: i gotta figure out we we need to find out what that is because i need to keep doing that um uh, <laughs> but I, I will but but the in the rex in the rex manual there was a uh or maybe it wasn't in the rex manual it was in the q and a they gave a, a a thing where you could do a rough determination of what your drive time would be using the drive speed matrix uh
4: huh
5: and i ran that and um and i just redid the numbers here and i was it and that rough guide they gave you was i'll tell you it's pretty darn close to what i came, to what i'm getting credited here
4: yeah.
5: and it's it's like i said my drive time went up like uh based on the old compared to the old system went up almost two hours
0: yeah and that's that's the key is the smaller the the smaller the distance on the route for mailboxes the greater the drive time matrix Yeah.
1: And if your boxes are
0: all really close together if your boxes are really close together you're getting almost 20 minutes a mile yeah and if your boxes yeah. are really really far apart you're only getting nine minutes a mile
5: well Ninety-five percent of my route is CBUs.
0: Oh yeah, then
5: I got forty. What is it? Forty-four. I got forty-four curb boxes, and let's see, one, three. Let's see, about ten of them. Let's see, four, seven, thirteen. About about oh about twenty of about half of them are. Three or four on a post, and then the rest are individual. You know, driveway to driveway.
0: Yeah. So.
5: So yeah. Um, No, that was a really great explanation. I of everything on here. Appreciate that. That's really good.
0: Any other questions, anybody?
1: Cricket.
4: Okay,
0: crickets. So it's a lot to take in. It's it's a lot to take in, but yeah, it's it's important.
4: Yeah.
1: I know, right? (laughs) It is a lot. Anybody have any? I don't know if I did.
0: Did I just blow everybody's mind so much that we don't can't talk about anything else (sighs) anymore? Like, um, whoa. Wow, let me, let me,
5: got to let that marinate a little bit, I think.
1: Even Bill's quiet. I'm impressed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What, what?
4: <laughs> what? Hear- Time I- to I- wake up, Bill. I-, I, he- I-,
0: <laughs> I think he fell asleep listening to me talk. <laughs> yeah. I turned my hearing aid off.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 No, I appreciate that explanation, James. I think those that listen no, to that it was... will get a little bit better understanding than trying to read a paper. I don't yeah. have one in front of me, and I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm gonna go double check that when I get back to the office tomorrow." Yeah.
0: Yeah, and when you get when you get back to your forty two forty one A's and forty two forty one M's, if you have discrepancies, highlight them.
4: Yeah. That's... Highlight
0: them take them to management and be like, these are incorrect and then turn around. And if they don't want to fix them, grieve it. We'll hold it at step two until, till uh, uh, national gets their step four solved.
5: Hey, I, not, not a question per se. Uh, well, I guess it is for blue collection boxes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, Like I said, uh, one of one of the uh, one of the other carriers in my office services a UPS store on her route, and um, she takes you know she takes a tub of mail, and they have a mail collection. um, uh, They collect mail, Uh outgoing mail.
4: Okay. They got a tub.
5: Uh, Yeah, right. They've got a they. Right, but it's in a cabinet, and she has to open the cabinet, swap the tub out and then it's got a barcode she has to scan to say that she picked it up.
4: That's technically that a blue box. That's
5: blue what box. I yeah, that's what I said. So I that's as, as we were kicking her out, I said you you should get a blue box credit for that.
0: Yes. Yeah, if you have so a if you have a blue I'll box her, scan inside of it, yeah, you got to have that credit.
5: Yeah. That she's got in fact, you know, um, I mean, there's days where you have to go back and you know because they've got that report that they because management gets that report that says hey uh have all the blue too boxes early. been collected have they been collected too early or whatever and you know when i was an rca oh i forgot to put it in my my cry voice back when i was an rca okay,
1: uh, it wasn't that long ago <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, uh, sorry to take you but yeah away. but but
5: i i know but uh you know you, I've had to go back to the UPS store and just run in and scan that. Yep. So it clears their report. So I'll, I'll tell her that if that, if she's not getting credit for that, that she probably should uh, file uh, yeah. either see if management will correct it or file a grievance on that. Cause, exactly.
0: she took a big,
5: cause, Cause she took a big hit and uh, you know, every, every, like you've all said, every little bit helps.
0: Yes. And everything, everything you want to grieve about the very first step you have to do is talk to management step first
5: step one discussion. Yep.
0: You have Getting to click down. down. Yes. And then, it, then when management says I can't fix
3: that, then
0: you can file the grievance.
3: And you oh no, 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 You're, you're wrong. You're wrong. My postmaster no, no. advised me that that's not the way first you have to file an RFI before you can file a grievance. And uh, I said, excuse me. No. I says, what, what I information can file am I an RFI What information am I requesting if I haven't seen the grievance yet? That's not my problem. Okay, yeah, ass wipe. <laughs> 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 and he says, "Would you call me?" I said, "Ass wipe." <laughs> and I walked away. He comes over. He says, "You can't, you can't talk to me like that on the floor." I said, "When you're that stupid, I'll, I'll do worse." <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I'll just turn around
0: and I, I've done that I've done that to a supervisor and I put him in his place and when he, when he questioned me on it he actually took me back for an II, and he just basically berated me in the office about it he said I want to have a, an official discussion about this and when he got done berating me I said can I talk now he said no we're done I turned around and as I was walking out the door then, then I don't consider this an official discussion because we really didn't discuss anything
4: well, oh no, no. And, and you have cool. to
1: remember when you step into that office as a steward, you are on even keel with that you you are equals with that manage, with with management at that time. So if they want to be assholes to you, you can toss it right back. Give it and right back. Shit that they can do to you about it. Yeah, or yeah pull and pull, pull, also
3: bullbolt Bill, pull, Bill May and and walk out while they're yelling at you and say sorry. I'm not going to uh, uh, subject myself to a hostile work environment. Here's your, yep.
1: here's and the your your other parents. side of
0: it is also, also on that side too, as a steward, you want to take that manager out of their office. Do not let them have their discussions in the with you in their office because they still will feel like they have the power over you when they're sitting at their desk and you're on the other side of it. Take them out. Put them in a conference room. I don't care if you take them out onto the back dock of the post office, into the break room, into the bathroom, as long as you're the same sex. (laughs) Um, Don't be going into the opposite sex's bathroom. Wait a minute. What what, what if I want to
5: identify for that moment? (laughs) You're you're gendering there now, James. You got to stop that. Uh,
0: that, I did not say what I did. I said as the opposite sex. I didn't say. If you identify as the opposite sex of what you were born as, that's a different story. So if, if you identify as a female, then you shouldn't be going in the male bathroom to have a discussion with the other male uh, supervisor. And you shouldn't also be taking the male supervisor into the female bathroom.
3: Well, if you identify as a ma- uh, female, should you be working in the male room? <laughs> oh, oh!
5: Saying, I, going
4: thought, we uh, this I, I thought we wouldn't have a dad joke in this one. I know we
0: wouldn't have a dad joke. You forget who you're talking
4: to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, continuing, continuing with this discussion of the the fallout of the, the route. um, we got to stay on track here. We're getting up there in time. Um, so is there anything you guys want to tell carriers about this to help them in this situation? Bill,
3: you first. No, I don't want to go first. I, 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 Too bad, think, so sad. I don't think that, um, you, you have to pay attention. Like I said, I was off Saturday, so I haven't seen my, my numbers. All I've heard was the, the moaning out of our office from several carriers, everybody else basically stayed, you know, within a framework of where they expected to be. So they, they're kind of happy, you know, they, they, they were nervous about this whole situation. Um, I, I think that basically, if you haven't been doing the rec scans all this time for the past, in especially my office for the past five years, uh, th- this is what's coming back to bite you in the ass. Uh, look at your numbers. Ask questions. If you have a local steward, you know que- question them. Take direction from them. Again, go to your supervisor to discuss it before you go filing agreements or crying to the steward. Know what you're talking about, folks, um, and check every every little nook and cranny for anything that's missing or anything that seems askew. This is uh, one of those situations where you you have an opportunity to to correct this before it goes into effect. And uh, again, w- when the uh, the uh, LTM comes available for us to make adjustments, make sure you're getting your your dismounts, make sure you're getting your uh, CBUs as far as the collection uh, compartments and their parcel lockers. Everything that you didn't pay attention to, you better start paying attention to, because folks, eh, I'm telling you, it, when I see some of these comments about the money these people are missing, yep, you know my heart breaks for them. Yep. But it, if you didn't do your job, then you know it's on you. It's not on anybody else but yourself. Yep. So, folks, you know, if it doesn't go in the scanner, it doesn't go in your wallet. I've said that a hundred times in my office. I'll, I'll preach it until the day I retire, and and you know. I I can only hold your hand so far. At at some point, you have to step up for yourself.
5: Yep. Mike? Um, Just echoing, uh, it's it's been my philosophy, and I've said it in social media posts before, um, and that is that no one should care more about your paycheck than you. And this is you caring about your paycheck. Um, I also want to say that this is not the time, and, and, and believe me, I'm seeing the, just all kinds of, I'm getting out of the union. This is all the union's fault. How could the union have, have agreed to this? Um, folks, this is not the time to, to jump ship. No. This, this is when you really, we really need to understand that a union is every member. It's not the, it's not the national board. It's not, it's not just the national board. It's not just your steward. If you are paying dues, then you are the union and you need to, we need to stand strong and stand for each other. So, uh, I know on one of the social media groups, uh, ladies said, Hey, don't, don't be attacking other carriers when they're posting on here. You know, well, I can't hit, you know, we need to stick together. Uh, the first postmaster general of the United States, Benjamin Franklin said it best you know we must all hang together or we will surely hang separately so there you go
1: that's that's awesome there mike yeah it's this has been i think this is the uh, wake up call and again this is not the union's fault um rex was put in place via arbitration in 2012 yes that was thir- 13 11 11 Eleven years ago. Wow, you not do math. I can tell I'm tired. My one day off yeah. this week. Um, uh, this this was handed to us via arbitration eleven years ago. Is it perfect? Not at all. Is does it still need to be tweaked? Uh, definitely. Um, this is. I mean, but this is just the first initial wake-up call. It is now, it's not a two to four week count, into February, first part of March, that determines your evaluations for the year. It, this is something that your evaluation is going to be what you put into it, literally. What you put into that scanner is go, it's going to affect a good portion of your evaluations. Yes, the box, Count or the dropping from two minutes to 1.2 minutes sucks for some routes. Uh, the drive speed matrix for those higher mile routes with less boxes, yes, it sucks. Um, unfortunately, I hate to say it is what it is on those ends, but unless you all of a sudden in those really rural areas get a massive build somewhere and more boxes. It's gonna hurt for a little bit. It really is. And it's it's hard to deal with for a lot of us. Um, October, you know, when those when we have the next mini mail survey at the end of September and new evaluations in October, are we gonna know where we're at again? Maybe not. I know volumes are dropping even more parcels. I know in my area, you know, we had those couple of years with COVID with Amazon and And now all of a sudden, we have contractors delivering Amazon in our area, and our parcels have started to dwindle again those last couple months. So it's going to be up in the air, unfortunately, again. But definitely go over your 4241As, go over your 4241Ms. You know, I would say, hey, take them home, go over them with a fine-tooth comb. No, don't take them home. That's an end of shift duty. Get paid for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get paid for that. And, uh, you know, Josh is out. Uh, he's got a little bit of a coughing throat issue. So he went ahead and departed with us um, this evening. So we'll skip over him. And, yeah, stewards, definitely be prepared for <sighs> lots of questions lots of upsets and basically i mean it's going to be hard on us i mean maybe not so not all of us but we're all going to be uh handling something or another in our offices i know that
3: well let me disagree with their young lady about it's not the union's fault it is the union's fault i mean you know you had all this time during covid that a lot of work could be done that never got done
1: yes no it, i do agree you know, with that we,
3: yeah you know, we, we, yeah. we we had we had them come out and say for years we've known about their you know computer systems yet nothing was done about it okay we we've had years where we haven't had the transparency that we should have what what did the union do about it yeah. they just kept buying excuses from the post office like yeah. i said before at the at the national convention if i was you know the president of this union during COVID, i'd have been down there every damn day with a mask knocking on on the door and saying you know what the hell's going on
4: no
1: but no, they didn't
3: did they no, no. they did they, they they went they went home and sat on their asses and that's the union's fault and i do it's on both sides management management and union it's
0: on both sides this whole thing could have been solved three years ago and, we could have had a count in 2019 and, we could have I had a count they in 2020 everything
3: they, they should have stalled everything until everything became transparent readily available and verifiable within 48 hours of any numbers being put up well
1: yeah i mean this is the whole time You know they told oh there'll be a database on the website and you'll be able to log into it and check your numbers and blah 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 and then they finally just came to us all not that long ago saying yeah that's not even going to be feasible
3: no not at all and it's been 11 years 11 years in the making and folks please don't forget for the past five years you've been working your ass off delivering amazon and you've gotten no remuneration out of it whatsoever
0: Nope. That's the other side of it. Yeah, we've all worked our butts off through the COVID and all that stuff, and we have absolutely nothing to show for it, especially the subs. The and subs were the unsung heroes through COVID, and they have absolutely nothing to show for it either. And, and now they're getting screwed out of route times.
1: And management gets a 3% raise. And didn't even have to wait yeah. for it. Yeah, but we have. It takes 11 months to get our back pay. But we'll talk
0: about that next week.
1: But management gets a three percent raise, and then we turn around and get shit on with these evaluations because they can't get their yep. shit together to make the system work that they've had 11 years now. To you know, and. It, initially when that arbitration came out and with the engineers they wanted it in place in 2015
3: yeah so we're
1: yep. already eight years past when it was supposed to be in place eight years yep. eight years it was and you still coincide. couldn't figure it out now and and you're still going to pass the blame off on all the postal reorganization and all those initial people are now replaced with people that didn't know what was going on and Eight years, people. Eight years since this was initially supposed to be in place.
0: And remember, if it would have benefited the post office, it would have been in place in 2015. Yep. yep. Yes.
1: And now... If it
0: had benefited, now it actually benefits the post office for them to put it out now.
1: Yep.
0: And that's why that's they want why to push out. it
3: through. Yep. All right. Yep. So.
1: And we're hitting up on two hours here, guys. So we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Um, resolutions, again, had to take a back seat. Um, we will get to those, I promise. <laughs> this, was way, I,
0: this was way more important, and we still yeah. have time before we put them up to our counties to go to the state convention. my my, so.
1: com, my county meeting's at the end of the month, so I've got a few weeks. So within the next week or two... Well there'll be next week, I don't know yet. We'll see what's going Because I can't quite see promise what new
0: it. news comes out. Yeah. What yeah. new news comes out from the union. Um yeah.
1: so either we'll either get a start on it next week or definitely the week after, we may just be a whole episode dedicated to resol- resolutions. We're getting there though.
0: Well we'll have to, well we'll have to do a special episode in the middle of the week.
1: We could do that too. Even if we it's just do a couple of us, we can do that. Um Yeah. We may think about that as things go on. Let's get through this week, definitely, for sure. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, not this week. Not this week, please.
1: (laughs) No, No. not (laughs) this week. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, But on that note, guys, we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Again, I'm going to thank you, a huge thank you for me, and I'm sure all of us out there, for all our new subscribers and all the new people that are following us on the Facebook page. I, I can't tell you how much we appreciate that. I mean, it's just, it feels good to see that it's finally getting out there. And this week has just been amazing watching my analytics and all the notices coming up. My phone has been going off constantly in the last few days, not only with this whole aftermath fiasco, but with just the notifications of the new subscribers. And again, I thank you all for that. Keep spreading the word amongst yourselves, please. We appreciate that. Don't uh, be afraid to hit us up, Facebook page. Um, we've had several new people join us on Discord, which is just absolutely great. Hop in for the conversations. Anything you want to hear us talk about, feel free, email us, message us. You know, hop into the Discord chat, say, hey, you know, I, I've got an idea. This, you know, or could you guys talk about this a little bit more? I've got questions. We're here for you. No matter what it is, we will... Uh, do the best we can to uh, get answers for you and uh, find the information that you're looking for and point you in the right directions. Does anybody else have anything else tonight?
5: I, I have one thing.
1: Go ahead, Mike. Um,
5: um, if, if anyone is interested um, in uh, attending the Mid-States Conference in May, um, the post office box for registrations will remain open until May first, and they will accept registrations until May first.
1: Yep, I saw your message. I did announce that, but thank you for uh, okay. announcing
5: that again. I um, wasn't wasn't sure if you were going to put that out.
1: That's okay. Yeah, um, we, put it. we want. Where, it's where a good is
0: that? To put in
3: where is that? Because I have uh, sixty eight days of annual leave to burn up.
1: Wichita it Kansas. Is in,
3: Winter, the uh, Drury Plaza Hotel in Wichita, Kansas. Nobody a, wants to go to Wichita, Kansas. Come on, man! Jeez. Well, dude, even
0: even if you don't go to the conference, you can at least chase tornadoes.
3: Oh no! Hey. They'll chase me. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, year is in Michigan. Away.
1: But uh, no, uh, yeah, but, but, but that, but it is that's it. awesome. That reg- you guys can register up until May first. Um, look forward to seeing you there. I know myself. Mike, of course, will be there, being on the state board and hosting. And I do believe James will be there. Am I correct?
0: I haven't sent in a registration, but I'm going to be there because I'm not buying any food at this point, so I'm just so, going to okay. register anyway.
1: Okay. So yeah, you know, except myself, Mike definitely, James uh, should be there. Um, well, I'll be there. You know, if you want to have conversations with us when we're outside of the the rigamore roar that goes on inside the conference hall. I think this uh, mid States might be a little interesting. What do you think, Mike?
5: Uh, That's what I was hoping. That's what I was thinking about national convention too, but we'll see. Maybe Uh, with a more more concentrated group.
1: Yes. And I'm just going to put it out there for national with this whole thing with uh, Rex going into effect. And we've talked about the engineers. I did hear from Ronnie on I think it was one of the Zoom steward things, quite possibly it does sound like Dr. Ken Miracle will be at national. Just putting it out there folks. So anyways, on that note <laughs> I am Well
0: uh... um Um, I'm hoping that you guys are going to have a metal detector, look for pitchforks, and a um, bomb-sniffing dog for the torches. (laughs) But I hope that people can be civil and respectful about this because, again, it's only 30% of the union's fault and 70% management's fault. I like those numbers. I like 30% and 70%. Cause that's what they're giving us and cuts and cuts and and raises on routes. So it sounds good to me to blame them like that. Um, But remember, like everybody's been saying, these scans are your life. Now, every scan you do puts pennies in your pocket on your paycheck. And it may not be a lot, but remember if you take a penny a day and double it every single day, you'll have more than a million dollars by the end of the year. Now you're not going to get a million dollars on your route. I don't think anybody will, but you can benefit yourself by finding those scans that you're missing, finding those parts that you can add to your route that aren't padding it, but are money you're leaving on the table, I and understand. nobody wants to leave money on the table for the post office to pick back up.
1: And you could be so do your those... scans that's right at that line or those couple minutes will give you that extra hour.
3: Exactly. Yes, Bill. <laughs> and
1: on that <laughs> note, folks, we are going to wrap it up tonight and uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs> Y'all, I, I hope everybody has a decent week. Stay safe out there. I, I, I get the anger and the animosity and the haste, but let's try and be civilized adults the best we can and um, we
0: would tell we would tell you what topic we're talking about next week but with the multiple changes of what's been going on all we're going to do is ask you to like share it with your fellow real carriers and subscribe so that you don't miss the next announcement that we bring out or the next conversation we have about about the real craft
1: and if you're feeling generous give us a five-star review So on that note, everybody have a good night and we'll be back next week.